Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. You know who else never disappoints like Jim Irsay when it comes to a quote? Jerry Jones. Uh, never uh. disappoints. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on Sirius XM Channel 80. I asked a question last hour about the Jets and, you know, the last big-time hype team to really go and get it done in the end. And the Cowboys have certainly been big-time and hyped for many, many years, but getting it done? Mm. Not so much. And Jerry now has to deal with the Zach Martin holdout. So Mm -hmm. let's take a listen to Jerry uh, from this weekend with Ed Werder. This is from NFL Live. And this is Jerry explaining why we are where we are when it comes to the holdout for Zach Martin. We've uh, had our talks and... uh... Uh, I think we'll just plan it day by day and see how it goes. Uh, we've got a lot of guys. We've got a guy named Parsons out here that uh, is going to need a little money when the time comes. So uh, That's after this year. We're going to be judicious with our money. <laughs> be judicious with our money. <laughs> wow. I like that he's saying at the end there. Yeah, well, here's the thing. I, I mean, I can understand Jerry being concerned with all the other guys. He's got to get paid. Like, they just took care of Trevon Diggs. They're going to have to take care of CeeDee Lamb this preseason. Michael Parsons is going to have to get his money because he'll be on the other side of his third season after 2023. So I, I get all of that. But if the ultimate goal is to win a championship, you can't do that without having a happy and healthy Zach Martin. Mm-hmm. And, and right now he ain't happy. So you've got to find a way to, to get a solution um, th- there's got to be something that can be done to bridge the gap that exists between what he wants to get paid and what the team is willing to pay. And but him playing on his current contract just doesn't seem like an option because when a guy like Zach Martin decides that he's going to hold out, knowing the sports character of the individual, this is a problem that has been brewing for a long time. This is not, it's not as if Zach Martin hasn't given the Cowboys some notice over the last calendar year that he's wanted his contract addressed. Yeah. But for him to go to these lengths, it just shows you the level of urgency that he has, and it also signals the severity of this issue and how the team needs to take this a little bit more seriously than they are. Well, a couple things there. The the team has certainly made it sound like, oh, this is kind of out of nowhere. I didn't really expect this. That's crap. Uh, Number two – when it comes to how seriously Zach Martin's taking it, mm. remember, he's going to get fined for not being there, and that's not forgivable. No. So $50,000 per day. Fifty grand a day. So he feels principled enough in this stand to do that. Yep. So I don't blame him whatsoever. Again, 98%, 99% of the time, I'm going to be on board with what a player does in the NFL when it comes to non-guaranteeing the contract. And I'm wondering if Jerry, by having this stance and maybe not necessarily working about, worrying about Micah Parsons when he needs to worry about Micah Parsons, is going to sabotage his season. Because it feels like right now you could be screwing around with a really good chance. I think this Cowboys team has a chance 
to be as good as any over the last 30 years. To be as good as any. Now, there haven't been enough really good Cowboys teams. They've won, you know, 10, 12 games and then always end up flopping in the postseason. But I think this team's got a chance, and I think I wouldn't screw around when it comes to Zach Martin. Yeah, that's the thing, right? You don't want this to be a distraction. You don't want this to be something that Mike McCarthy has to work around now that he's wearing not only the head coaching hat, but also the offensive play caller hat. Like, we've talked about it at nauseum, his, his missteps when it comes to overall game management. We've talked about the lack of discipline on this team and how they're the most penalized group in all of football the last two years. Now he's going to be the one that's play calling, that's sequencing the plays. Kellen Moore is gone. So that... That layer with Zach Martin being a holdout is not something that bodes well for a head coach that already has enough issues on his plate, especially when you consider the expectations that the franchise has this year. So I just, I just think this is a distraction that you don't need. Pay Zach Martin now. You worry about tomorrow when it happens, but let's take care of the here and now and give this team the best chance that they can to be successful. It's clear to me, without Zach Martin – Without him being a part of that offensive line, knowing the importance of chemistry with that group as it pertains to them being successful, this is going to be a problem the longer it holds, the longer it continues to drag out. Here's the other question, too. When you're in a a spot like this, and yeah, I know that Jerry's talking about this money, Mm. you have a chance to go get Jonathan Taylor if they do, in fact, decide that they will trade him. Mm -hmm. Cowboys have to do it. I mean, again... A huge part of what Mike McCarthy wants to do, and I heard him say yesterday on this whole, we're getting back together weekend bit. Yeah. You know, just along those, okay, we get it. We got plenty of weekends that are very special in the NFL. Now now it's back together weekend. Okay. I'm with you. I got it. Anyway, he's going to want to run the ball more. They franchised Tony Pollard. They got his deal done. Tony Pollard's not an every down back. No. Deuce Vaughn. Is five foot five and a hundred and what? 170? 170 pounds, yeah. I, it's unbelievable to say this. He is a tiny Darren Sproles. <laughs> he is a tiny. He's got to add weight to be Darren Sproles. He's mini Darren Sproles in the wow. NFL. So maybe he turns into something, but he's, he's got weight to add. Chris, this is kind of like the Jets to me. Cowboys have to throw everything against the wall that they can to try to make this work and to try to make this a championship team. Yeah, but Jonathan Taylor will be another guy that wants money. So how do you do that if you're Jerry Jones? Is Jonathan Taylor going to want the money this second if I trade for him? Well, if you trade for him, if, I'm, I'm assuming that the Colts would ask for a premium draft pick. Maybe not a first, but absolutely a second round plus. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about Christian McCaffrey deal, right? He went for a two, I think a, a future three, four, and five. Like, they they, play, they traded a lot of draft capital to the Panthers to get McCaffrey. If you're Jim Irsay, why wouldn't you request something similar for Jonathan Taylor? Again, Jonathan Taylor went for 2,100 yards from scrimmage and 20 touchdowns two years ago. Mm-hmm. It's an MVP kind of guy. Like, he's gone over 1,000 scrimmage yards each of his first three seasons. So, they're not just going to give him away. If the Cowboys were to trade a second-round pick to the Colts for him, they're going to have to pay him. I don't think there's any question on whether or not the move puts them closer to a championship. My question is, 
How can they make everybody happy in terms of what they're paying all of their key guys? Canty and Carlin in for Greeny, ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Insurance for motorcycles, boats, RVs, for protection on the road and on the water. See how much you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and at Progressive.com. So, that kind of begs the question. I mentioned the Jets. Hmm. You mentioned hype. Hype's always around the Cowboys. Who's got the chance to really face plant in this hype? Oh, my gosh. The most boom or bust potential between the Cowboys and Jets. You know what? This is going to sound really strange. I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Well, you have thought all along that I, they are not a playoff team. Yeah, I just it's something about this team that doesn't feel right, and they've relied so heavily on takeaways the last couple of years on the defensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. They've led the league in turnovers two straight years. You know mm-hmm. the last team to do that? The 73-74 Steelers. It doesn't happen often. Yeah, but think about that defense. Yeah. With Mel Blunt. Joe Green. Jack, Joe Green, yeah. Jack Lamb. Like, think about, like, th- you're talking about five guys that wore gold jackets and three of them got Defensive Player of the Year awards. Mm-hmm. I mean, is this Dallas Cowboys defense that? Mm-mm. I don't know. But my, que- my, my point is, if you're not taking the ball away at that high a clip, which year over year is hard to repeat, then what is your team? What is your defense? Do you have the ability to overcome some of the mistakes that we've seen Dak Prescott be prone to make over the last two years? Remember, well, this, but, is, a but said this is a quarterback that's had 35 turnovers in the last 31 games. Well, Dak said last week he's not going to turn it over. Okay. <laughs> All right. It's like I said, I'm starting it on the diet today. I'm just, I, it, it just feels oh, like it's a very combustible situation in Dallas. You lost your offensive coordinator in Kellen Moore, a guy that has led a number one offense – Twice over the last yeah. four years. I, I just it feels a little bit unsettled in Dallas. See, I don't I don't expect them to fall on their face. Fall on their face to me means, you know, you're a six win team. I don't expect that to happen. Well, if they don't get to the playoffs, that's falling on their face. Yes. Yes. That's falling on their face. Same thing for the Jets. So if you're asking me if the Jets don't if the Jets are gonna fall on their face and not make the playoffs versus the Cowboys. Well, I'd have to go the Jets just based on a couple of things. First of all, the conference. Yes. I, I, it's just going to be flat the out harder. The division and the conference. It's a juggernaut. And, and secondly, as much as everybody's pumped up about the quarterback, we ain't even in August, folks. Just November, what does that look like? At 39 years old, what does that look like? When we saw what happened last year, and I get it, didn't go to OTAs last year. He had all these rookie receivers a lot of that's on him for not doing it. He's doing it all this year. Hopefully that makes a difference, and I want to be very clear. I am rooting for the Jets. I would love to see Aaron Rodgers bring the Jets a championship. I think it's great for football. Absolutely. It'd be great for football. It yeah. would be amazing for football. Does Aaron Rodgers annoy me? Oh, thoroughly, and quite a bit. I but, will I, not think actively... can, I, th- but I think he can grow into that, that guy that you love to hate. Like you're gonna watch, you're gonna hate watch the New York Jets. Like I know, I know it's not for me because I want the team to be successful. Yeah, but uh, I could absolutely see a world where fans are tuning in to watch Aaron Rodgers because they they want to see whether or not he's capable of delivering the championship that he talked about since he stepped into the building day one. And I want to be very very clear about this: if Aaron Rodgers brings the Jets a championship, this is a whole nother level that he steps into. It is not winning another championship with the Packers. This is 
the level of achievement in the NFL that only the very top of the all-time greats could ever achieve. For him to do that with that organization and everything that has gone wrong and what that will mean in the league, that would put him right in the top two or three in my estimation. Well, yeah, right now when we start talking about the best of the best, the greatest quarterbacks of all time, he's outside of that list of top five because he doesn't have multiple championships, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, in no uncertain order, you're talking about Tom Brady, Joe Montana, Peyton Manning, Patrick Mahomes, John Elway. If Aaron Rodgers gets a championship with the Jets, he is in that group. Right. He's He's absolutely in that group. He's a great quarterback, and he's a Hall of Famer right now, Chris, but he's not in their circle. Well, he's only won one Super Bowl. He's only been to one Super Bowl. I I know about the MVPs, but that's fine. How How many Super Bowls John Elway win? Two. How many did he go to? Five? Yep. So, and, I mean, he, the, the, and he didn't win him until he had Terrell Davis but, at the but, very end but, of his but career. But my whole point is this. Like, he's given his team a chance in the big game multiple times. Yep. You have to, if you're one of the best at the most important position in all of team sports, you have to prove it by doing that. Aaron Rodgers has yet to do that. And so I think those are the stakes for him while he's the quarterback for the New York Jets in the twilight of his career. Greeny, presented by Progressive Insurance. It's Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Up next, Canty got scammed. Oh, boy. I, I got to hear about this. Bubba's back as well, and he'll have some thoughts in just a few moments. He doesn't know it, but he will. We will get into that, but we want to hear from you next. Who's got the largest boom or bust potential? The Cowboys or the Jets? Lines are open at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Who's most likely to go in the tank? That's next. Greeny, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call ClickGranger.com or just stop by. Greeny, the podcast. Summer of Bubba, temporary hiatus. He is back with us. Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. Bubba, what has the summer been? Has it been uh, following the Dead and Company all over the country? What has it been? No, that, that was just in uh, June. That was, uh, that, was uh, okay. a, that was a quick little trip over to City Field for a couple of dead shows. Okay. Um, but July July was basically just a Carlin-free month, I like to call it. Ah, uh, um, yes. Because the yes. last time I saw you and Cam, actually, was uh, June 29th. <laughs> So I went That's so long June twenty ninth to July thirty first today That's without seeing time. you and Cam. So. That is that is uh, that is absolutely incredibly impressive on your part. Well done. Yeah, I mean it was it was tricky, but it was fun. He well, did the same thing last year. To be fair, yes, no it, July. Well, yeah, I avoided Nuno for quite a while. It's last in the year. contract. He doesn't work Julys. <laughs> yeah, not a big July guy. Five five working days in July this year. Well, here's the thing: you're going on vacation later this week for your yeah. anniversary. Yep. I'm going to make a trip up to Bristol on Wednesday and do the show up oh, there the Jesus. rest of the week. Okay. So I am going to spend some quality time with Bubba and with Cam. Okay. And if they don't ghost you, but all right. Well, when they're not ghosting me. Uh, but I am hopeful to be right there on Thursday and to watch in person the entire Taco Thursday saga <laughs> unfold in front of me where Bubba is, if you, have, if you were unaware, Bubba is at odds. I, I would call it, uh, could I call it a jihad between Bubba and the cafeteria at oh ESPN? Is it Jim Ursay, Jonathan Taylor esque? It's, 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 it's worse. It's worse. Yeah, it's worse. I think it's worse than that. It, yeah. It's worse. And uh, at this point, we are trying to figure out when will the ground beef return yeah. for Taco Thursday as opposed to the ground turkey, the tinga chicken, all that stuff. No, yeah. no, 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 no. When is that coming back? Right. Well, I've been tracking them for a while now, too, which they're aware. Uh, I think I've let them know. Um, and I, and I told, You've got an Excel spreadsheet. Yeah, this. and I told them I was going to be out last week, and I told them they better not have had ground beef. And I think Cam said they had turkey last yeah, week. ground so, turkey. So that's okay. That's listen, okay. Listen, um, if, if the cafeteria people die and Bubba leaves the league, no one's going to remember. <laughs> just like Jim Rossi said. <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, you'll. I mean, this is this is could be a prime ground beef, you know, nacho Thursday coming here. So you might be in for a good one, no, I, or I, you could be in for them pulling some nonsense, and right. I have to I have to just reprimand them right to their and face. And then Bubba well, requests a trade, this and then is, they say, "Oh, this, it's not, this is this is not me. It's I, it's above my pay grade. I don't know. I don't know." Unbelievable. This is hilarious. You'll be in for a show one way or the other. I I, I am rooting. For it to be no ground beef and to be like vegetarian or, or you know, pescatarian. You just want to see Bubba lose it. Exactly. Let's be honest. I mean, maybe just, I want to skip it in general. and document this whole scenario. Yeah, they might just <laughs> skip it in general and just, yeah, do something, you know, do something completely different. Uh, no, it'll be interesting. We'll, we'll, have some, we'll have some fun in there. Yeah. We'll, we'll get right in there. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. What happened to you this weekend? So I got hustled. And the fact that. Somebody would got three use, card money? What do you got? use the kids, and my godson in particular to hustle me is what ticks me off. So I'm in Charlotte this weekend. My godson, who plays travel football for the Brooklyn Chiefs, 
was a part of a tournament that was happening, teams coming from around the country to play um, in this tournament. And so I, I'd get my dad and, and my older brother and say, hey, let's go out and, and support my godson Blake. You know, he's the running back for the Brooklyn Chiefs. Like, let's see them do their thing. And so we get to the elementary school where they're holding this tournament. So they're 12 and under, correct? They're 12 and under. Now, there's, I mean, there's some kids out there where the helmet is actually bigger than the kid. Or, or the helmet's on backwards. Yeah, it's, it's that kind of deal, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's, it's that type of situation. Yeah. So I'm just thinking, okay, we're going to go out here. We're going to watch them run around. It's two 20-minute halves, running clock. So yep. it's not like the game is going to take forever. Like, you just go in there and support them and, and watch the kids run around and have fun. The audacity of the organization to charge us $20 per person to watch the damn game. Now, you're bringing kids from all over the country. So parents and the coaches and the kids, they're all traveling. They got to pay for flights or gas money, hotels, Airbnbs, you name it, all of this stuff. You're going to charge them $20 per person to watch these kids play football? I could get into a high school football game cheaper than that. Hell, a few years ago, you probably could get into a Cleveland Browns game for cheaper than that. Why are you charging $20 per person to watch 12-year-olds run around for an hour and a half? So it's not just other people. Parents. It's everybody. Oh, my God. Everybody. So you know the parents are already paying for the kids to be on the team. Oh, my God. There's already that element of it, too. Oh. What the hell are we doing, people? That is a level of gall right there. But they're using the kid. Because here's the thing. Here's what bothers me about it. Here's the problem. You know that the kids are traveling from around the country with their parents to come to this this, this tournament. You know that the parents are going to pay to watch the kids play. You know that the friends and family are going to pay to watch the kids play. That's the racket of it all. That's what makes it all. They know they got you. They got you. You're traveling from across the country. You're going to give us the 20 bucks. We know it. You know it. You might not like it, but you know it. That's the problem that I had with it. Where's the justice, big fella? Where's the justice? I mean, this is Cardi B concert level of disrespect. Yeah, nobody threw a cold drink on me, but I felt like somebody did that when they demanded that I fork over 60 bucks to pay for me and my brother and my dad to go to watch my godson play. Wow. Wow. Do I have a No, listen, Cam, Bubba, do I have a right to be upset about it? Do I have a right? Yes. Of course. Like you said, I'm, you know, you could probably get an Oakland A's ticket for like four, $4 <laughs> right now, and you're paying 20 bucks to go to a 12-year-old football game? I mean, they let, they, exactly. let, they let raccoons into the Oakland A's game. Yeah. <laughs> they count that towards their attendance. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, anytime you can go to a professional game for far less, you have a gripe. Let me ask you this question. Uh, How many people were there? Oh, it's hundreds of people. Hundreds of people. Man, Hundreds they, of people. They made a kill. I didn't even so know you could charge money for a youth game. <laughs> right? I didn't, Bubba, I didn't are you either. sure this was the you paid the guys from the? Or was this just a random guy standing in front of the fence running <laughs> a racket? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Twenty bucks again. Twenty dollars. I mean, if I it think, is that, that's genius. I think there's just some random <laughs> yeah. guy that just got you know made one hundred and twenty dollars. No, Bubba, Bubba, it definitely wasn't a random guy because they had law enforcement there. There were police officers there standing at the tent where That's you could crazy. only enter. Like, it, it was a funnel to go in, and they had it roped off and all of this other stuff. See, 
I, I just I, I can't understand it. It literally makes no sense. What about uh, what about a concession stand situation? There was a concession stand. What were the prices? I didn't even go over there and look. If they're charging me twenty dollars to get in to watch twelve year olds play, they're probably charging you fifty bucks for a hot dog. Wow. See, and this is where like one of the best events I ever worked was the Little League World Series. Yeah. Because the people who go there, it's free. You walk in, it's free. You sit anywhere, you can, except for where they've designated for families of kids who are actually playing. Sure. Uh, you go to the concession stands, hamburger, a dollar. Yeah. You know, they do all the right things around that event for families to make it what it is, and then you're over here getting scammed. I'm I mean, a sucker. You as well. I, I'm, I'm the sucker. Yeah. If, if, if you're looking around and you can't spot the sucker, you are the sucker. People I the, was the sucker. People's got the little phone with a credit card swipe. That's 60, that's 60 sir. Yeah, it was just, it's crazy. <laughs> and they gave me a little wristband. It's like, this is, this is insane. Wow. For youth football, you're charging $20 per person? Was there a VIP section? Is that what no, you're No, there wasn't even enough stands for people. You're ru- that's, the, that's the other part that bothers me. We're going out there. There are three football fields. There might have been a grand total of six sets of bleachers. And I'm not talking about the bleachers that go up 10, 15 rows. I'm talking about the bleachers where there are like five or six rows. Yeah. That's it. So the majority of people were actually standing at the fence watching the game. I didn't know that youth sports was here. You got hosed. The the youths. (laughs) Kenny, what did they do? They served you up the old screw job. The screw job. (laughs) The old screw job. Yeah. Canty and Carlin, ESPN happened. Radio. I want to hear from callers on this, too, at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. What's the most, you, most you've ever spent to get into a youth sports event? <laughs> I bet, and I guarantee you this, 20 is not the biggest number. No way that's the biggest number. Somebody has paid really? more. Absolutely. Canty and Carlin, in for Greeny on ESPN Radio. They could have at least given me a program or something. 20 bucks. <laughs> Dear we, God. We are coming to you live from the seaport, brought to you by Patron. Perfection starts with Patron. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Your calls on the Jets and Cowboys as well, and who is more likely to faceplant this upcoming season. And no shoes, no utensils, no service. We'll explain. It's all on the way. Greeny on ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel 80. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Greeny, the podcast. Canty's getting fleeced. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. I'm not making fun of it. Yes, you are. We've all gotten fleeced. Yeah, but you're enjoying this, though. No. The, I, fact, that, the fact that I got hosed this weekend. You, what you, I, you, here, you love no, it. Here's what I enjoy. Just glee in your voice. No, here's what I enjoy. It's moments like this where I really do enjoy the fact that I don't have kids. <laughs> that, that's, that's really it. I have always told you, and uh, you haven't had kids yet. No. I, I assume that's in the offing at some point. I have tried to tell you, children ruin your life. Yeah, and you know I usually oper- dry. You know I usually operate under the premise of blank them kids, but in right. this instance, it's my godson. He'd been calling me all week saying, are you coming to the game? Are you coming to the game? I I couldn't not go to the game. No. I had to go to the game. No, but maybe I watched the game from 100 yards away with some binoculars. Right. <laughs> I can't out. Let's hit it. Canty and Carlin, 888-SAY-ESPN. Some people want to chime in on this. Ron in Florida is up first. Ron, what's going on, bud? How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Great. What do you got? So I just want to be devil's advocate. I'm a high school coach, and, and youth sports uses our, our facilities sometimes. And I don't know if 20 is the number. But I do know the organization has to pay the school for, for rental and insurance. They have to pay the officials. They have to pay EMT. they got to pay security because parents are crazy. So I don't know what the number is, but if they, get, they didn't charge something, and it might not be 20, but they've got to cover those costs, and otherwise they couldn't really hold the event. So I'm just kind of taking up for them. I don't mind paying the youth sports because – I know the kids are off the street and doing good things. Oh, great. Thanks, Ron, for bringing the rational cogent point to this whole thing. No, listen, I have no – I paid the money. My point is 20 bucks? Yeah. You can go to a professional sports event for 20 bucks. 20 bucks for 12-year-olds? What's an acceptable number? 10 bucks. 10 bucks you can deal with. 10 bucks I can deal with. Yeah. 10 bucks I can deal with. But I'm just – the sheer number of people that were there, though. Yeah. That's the part that is just like – you're getting twenty bucks a head, mm-hmm. and you got hundreds of people here. Mm-hmm. That that's what we doing. You know, and not not to mention now he's talking about all of the different things that have to be paid for. The parents are paying for their kids to be on these teams too. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely, a that, lot of money. So there's that aspect of it too. So a it's, lot of it so too. So it's not as if there's no money to start out with when organizing these events. You know, you know, there's an old head somewhere off in a shack nearby counting all those twenties. <laughs> You know and it. You, and you know they're getting cash, too. Oh, you know it. You oh. know they're getting cash. Oh, no, 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 no. Is this, is this all being reported? No. Is this all on the up and up? No, Do no, we no. need to get the tax man after this youth football league? <laughs> is that what we got to do? How about Jeremy up next, ESPN Radio? Jeremy, what do you got, dude? Hey, I'm in Nebraska here. Yes, sir. I just paid $110 to get uh, four adults and my son in a youth, five-year-old, in Omaha. Five-year-old? Five-year-old? Yeah. 
So you paid, so you paid roughly twenty five bucks. One hundred and ten dollars to get in. So roughly twenty five bucks ahead. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> for five year olds. No, no, yeah. no. To be the, to my, be clear, Jeremy. Yeah. Who was playing though? My daughter. She's thirteen year old. Um, oh. it was a basketball game. Oh, I thought you were talking about five year olds playing. About to say. Yeah. Oh I, no 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 no. I'm saying we got five of us in. It cost me $110 to get five of us in. That was our gate commission. Yeah, it's a little more than 22 bucks a pop. No, it's a racket is what it is. Yeah. It's a racket. Yeah. How much you rented for the gym? That's what, that's the thing, man. I mean, just do, do you have to make something? Do, the, do they have, like, I understand breaking even, paying everybody that has to be involved, but this is more than just breaking even, big fella. I mean. this is People are making money on this. <laughs> Can't are, we, are we okay with people making money on this? Can't there are plenty of people getting in for cheaper to USFL games? I mean, well, listen. At this point, we might as well be talking about these kids getting nil. If ever, like, like if you charge it twenty bucks a head to watch U Sports, how much? How much of the pot are the kids getting? Where's the revenue sharing in all of it? Damn it! Give my godson some money. He's one of the best players out there. It's coming. It's coming. Willie and Flagstaff next ESPN Radio. Willie, what's up, dude? Yes, Canty, what you don't understand, each one of these teams, the Muni League is a big ripoff. Each one of these teams have like four or five different divisions. So you're talking about on one team, you have like at least 150 to 200 kids, and you're paying 100 to $200 to have your kid on the team. That's my point. And that's what I say. And that's and it's all cash. I'm like, is, I'm saying the same thing. Is anybody reporting this money? <laughs> and if you have a daughter, you have to pay. If you want your daughter to be on the cheerleading team, that's another hundred dollars. <laughs> Willie, be on the cheerleading team. Willie, I'm right there with you, bro. It doesn't make sense. I don't get it. Where is all the money going? Where is it all going? It's not as if the team is paying for the kids to travel. The parents are paying for that. The team ain't paying for the kids to eat. The parents are doing that. The parents paying for the jerseys. Like, where is all the money going? Somebody tell me. At least I'm going to enjoy my time at the blackjack table when I'm giving it away. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? At least you get something out of it. Absolutely. Listen, going out there and supporting those kids. Now, listen, I love my – Oh, love, we all love, love the kids. I love my godson. I, I love him to death. I love yep. him to pieces. He's a really, really good kid. Those coaches and those parents that are in it every day with kids at that level, at that age, make no mistake, they are doing God's work. <laughs> they are doing God. It is not easy working with 12-year-old kids and getting them to line up properly and understanding plays and getting them to stretch and do all the right things. Like, just that part of it yes. before they even take the field. Yep. And then when the game is actually going on, coaching the kids and making sure all the kids play and making sure they are doing God's work. Let me ask you one last thing. That is, Listen, nobody is going to mistake a youth football game as a high-level entertainment product. Okay, but here, here's where maybe the 20 bucks would have been worth it. What's up? Was there any altercation in the stands among parents? No. See, that would have been worth it. <laughs> so if we got a little preview before yeah. the Spence Crawford fight, like exactly. we, had a, we had the undercard at the, the youth football game with the parents fighting? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been worth it to me because the ones that I've gone to, I've gone to for my for my godson and my, my yeah. niece and nephew go all the time to these soccer games and these parents are all over them yeah. all the time. The ones who are not coaches, 
there have been a couple times where I could say, eh, we almost had we almost had a situation with the head coach and the head ref at the game. Yeah. So I'm on the sidelines watching this play out in real time. I'm like, is he gonna do it? Is it gonna happen? Because the ref already gave him a penalty on Sportsmanlike and threatened to kick him out. And it just felt like one of them situations where it's like, if you kick me out, you gonna have to be the one to get me out. Good luck with that one. I, that was there was a little bit of entertainment like that. But my point is this, though, big fella. We're paying all of this money for youth sports. And nobody's denying that you got to invest in kids in this way. Everybody gets that. But $20 a head yeah. to watch a youth football game that has a running clock 20-minute halves? What are, we, what are we talking about? It's steep. It's steep. <laughs> Canty and Carlin in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. Canty, the one thing that we talked about earlier in the show I, I think is going to get lost, and I think we need to hit on it some more. Mm. And, and that is around this Jonathan Taylor situation with the Colts, where if you're unaware, Jonathan Taylor has demanded a trade. The Colts say, we're not trading you, and we're not giving you a new contract right now. And by the way, we're trying to put you on the non-football injury list for a back injury that Jonathan Taylor says does not exist. He's never had one. Why would they try to put him on the non-football injury? Well, because as opposed to the physically unable to perform list, non-football injury, you don't get paid. PUP, you do get paid. So the Colts are doing everything possible to try to screw Taylor in the latest uh, installment of how are running backs getting completely hosed. And I keep coming back to this same notion the last couple of days. What position's next? Because this, to me, is exactly what's going on with these owners. It's not just about the fact that it's the running back. It's if we don't get this position in line with what we're comfortable with, what's going to be next? We're going to find another one. And the owners will. They are billionaires. They are always going to outlast the millionaires and the thousandaires that play in the NFL because they absolutely can. And I'm just wondering if it happens to running backs now and they get marginalized, what group is next? Because it's coming. I could see it being the wide receivers in a few years. This is why the, the NFLPA really has to take this a lot more seriously than they are. Oh, yeah, no doubt. And when you think about it from this standpoint, big fella, in terms of what quarterbacks are making and what non-quarterbacks are making and the growth when it comes to salary based on the signal callers versus other position groups – yeah, I could understand why the owners are taking this tack with the running backs because, listen, they've got to find money to pay the quarterbacks. And the game is centered around the quarterbacks. The owners made that decision about 20 years ago where they're saying this is going to be the marquee. We're going to put in protections and, and rules that are based around highlighting the quarterback, keeping him healthy and available. This is why I always point out that the quarterback is closer to ownership than he is the other 252 guys in the locker room. Think about this. The highest-paid non-quarterback in the NFL is Aaron Donald. He's making $31.6 million a year. Tyreek Hill is making $30 million. Those are the only two guys that are north of $30 million bucks that, not, that don't play quarterback. Daniel Jones is making $40 million a year. Justin Herbert just got a contract paying him $52.5 million a year. Pat Mahomes is making $45 million a year, and that might be the best bargain in all of football. Look at where quarterback salaries are going. It's not too far into the distance, into the future, where we're going to be talking about quarterbacks making sixty million plus. The disparity between what the quarterbacks make and other position groups make 
is why the NFL owners are going to start squeezing the running backs or continue to squeeze the running backs and start looking for other places to to save money and potentially other position groups to squeeze. And that's the unsettling, uncomfortable part about where we're at with the economics of the NFL. Well, if I'm Saquon Barkley in particular, just in this one circumstance, and frankly, down the line of the – Let's just call it what they are. Mid-level quarterbacks who are going to get paid a ridiculous amount of money. Yeah. Like Daniel Jones did. Can we say that without Saquon Barkley, Daniel Jones doesn't get paid that money? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Very easily we could say that. And Saquon ends up with 11 while Daniel Jones gets at 40 because of the position that he plays. But well, one clearly influences the Giants winning games more than the other. Yeah, but running backs is an easy mark, right? Because they have a shorter shelf life. That's yep. all it comes down to. Their prime is the first five years of their career. We've got them on, on a rookie contracts, so we control them during that time. So that's why we don't have to pay them. That's why we can afford to say it publicly like Jim Ursay did, because everybody already knows it. But the thing that gets interesting with this cult situation is the dispute between being on PUP and the NFI list. If he's on PUP, Jonathan Taylor's going to get paid, and he can effectively execute a hold-in situation. If he's on NFI, he can't. Now, in order for the Colts to retroactively put him on NFI, they would have to say that Jonathan Taylor is lying about not disclosing a back injury. That can make this a very ugly situation. That can make it a situation where the NFL PA has to step in and – I don't like it for what it means for the NFL in terms of where things go between player and owner relations. It's, it can, it's going to get ugly. And if I'm any other player in the league right now at another position, I'm starting to look around and say, okay, is my position next? And how am I going to get the most that I can right now before I start to get marginalized? It's a hard thing to look at, but it's something you absolutely have to. Tomorrow, another one. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Or watch the show through the Watch tab on the ESPN app. Also catch Greeny on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN. And also available wherever you get your podcasts.